Well, the season opener for the 23-24 Blues hockey season is in the books. The Dallas Stars, they take a 2-1 to shootout win over the Blues in what was an entertaining, hard-fought game. Two goals scored quickly in the second period. That would be all the goal scoring before the shootout, but the Dallas Stars get the two points with the shootout win on home ice. The Blues do get the one road point for getting to the shootout, and now they head home for the home opener on Saturday night against the Seattle Kraken. Welcome into Curbside Reaction. This comes up every single morning the day after a St. Louis Blues game. We get you some highlights. We get your reaction to the game. We get you some analysis, some opinion as well. So you are all set on everything that happened St. Louis Blues in the game the night before. Before we get to the highlights, it was Kevin Hayes' first ever St. Louis Blues game. It's exciting for sure. A little nervous. I think no matter what team you play for, the first game is always exciting and, and uh, nerve-wracking a little bit. More excited nerves than nervous nervous, but excited to, to get it going. Uh, it's a long season. Hopefully we get off to a good start. Uh, these games are important to kind of put these in the bank early on. What is uh, a key to game one against the Dallas Stars? In front of our net, in front of their net, uh, winning those battles, not giving their offense any uh, freebies, making sure we get the puck deep. Well, now that you know from Kevin Hayes what the keys were, the net front presence on both ends of the ice, it was fantastic. Let's get you to the highlights from last night's game. Dell brings it right back in, floats it to Smith, shot on, rebound, and that puck slid through Bennington. Picking it up, the Blues clear it away. Yeah, I tell you what, shot from the outside, it gets behind him. It's slowly trickling in. It was the Pareko that kept it out. The Blues get a piece of it, chip it out to center as Shen moves it ahead to Saad. He gets behind Hockenpah. He shoots and he hits the post. Jumping out of the box is Shen. Pass in front, Johnston shoots and scores. A low shot just in front of the far post. Might have been deflected right in front by Marchment. Shen was stepping out of the penalty box. And with 12 seconds to go in the period, the Dallas Stars get a late goal and take a 1-0 lead. Upon video review, the play was deemed to be offside. Therefore, we have no goal. Opening faceoff, pulled and pushed by the Stars, up ice into the blue zone. Here we go into the second period, wrap around by Ben, shoots and scores. It went up the post and inside. Ben took it wide open off the end boards and we're 18 seconds into the second period. The Stars have scored first. Well, it's going to be the captain, Jamie Ben. One of the areas where this defensive scheme can get broken down is behind the net. There's the interchanges and behind the net. And that's what happens here. Dallas, they win the faceoff. Get to the offensive zone. Delandry on the near side wall is going to give it to Jamie Ben behind the net. Tyler Tucker has to respect one way or another. He ends up cheating a little bit too much to the left. Jamie Ben exposes it, goes to the right, takes it on the forehand, and meanwhile, Bennington swims over and tries to get there. He ends up getting there on time curbs, but he's not on his feet. He loses his footing, comes over, slides over with the pad, and he's just not in a good position as Jamie Ben takes that wraparound and goes just over the glove of Bennington. The Blues four on two, bringing it in. Hayes had it poked off of his stick, goes to the blue line. Tucker shoots, and a puck bounces off a leg. Comes back to Tucker. He scores! Sammy Blay in front with the screen, but a wrist shot by Tyler Tucker. Finds the back of the net. And his second career NHL goal has tied the game for the Blues. 1-1, 17-23 to go, second period.
Kapanen gets to the bench. Kairou comes on. Falk in. Sagan gets behind him. Two save. Bennington. Penalty called. Slash coming up. No penalty shot. And Falk did everything he could. Letty will clear. Two on one Blues. Shorthanded again. Kapanen to Sundquist. Right into the pad of a sliding Ottinger. And the Blues got to get back in a hurry. Kairou steals it. Tries to center, but Schnevich, far wing, the center, and a shot from Thomas, misses wide at the buzzer oh. again. Braden Shen will now bring it in on Ottinger. Straight down the middle, he comes, shoots, scores! Blocker's side. Braden Shen ties the shootout after round one. And he'll send Jordan Cairo over the boards to I, tie the shootout. I actually love the shot by Sagan, too. You saw two gloves go in, change it up, now go five hole. The Bennington, huge. Huge saves. He drops that right pad down to the ice. Let's see if Jordan Cairo can keep it alive for the Blues. And Jordan Cairo skates it in right down the middle. Deke shoots, and then he lost the handle. Never got the shot away. And the St. Louis Blues fall in the shootout to the Dallas Stars. Well, Tyler Tucker had the big goal for the St. Louis Blues. Don't know how many of you had that one in the old betting window. But Tyler Tucker, playing in his first ever NHL opening game, gets that big goal. Did he pick his spot? Did he see an opening? It's pretty simple the way he describes it. Uh, no, I just were kind of worrying about getting it through. Um, you hate to see it get blocked, so yeah, just getting it through. I think that's the biggest part. And then how much fun when you saw it get all the way through? I mean, obviously it's pretty cool to score for an opening night game. So um, yeah, I just kind of looked at Hazy and uh, a couple of big woos. Did they look at you on the bench and say, we expect one a night? Uh, no, I don't think so. What are your thoughts on having played your first official opening night in the NHL? Yeah, I think it was cool. Um, obviously, something you dream of. Um, it was one of my goals to make the opening night roster. So to be able to play in this in this game tonight is special. And just looking forward to staying in the lineup here. From way up high, the game looked physical. How physical was it down on the ice? Obviously, they got some big forwards and some big players. That was a physical game, something I like to be a part of, just making contact, buying some time for your, for your teammates. So last night's game had everything. It had hits. It had shots. It had fantastic saves. It had terrific penalty killing, neither team scoring a power play goal. It had overtime power play chance for the Dallas Stars. Time for the breakdown with my partner, Joe Vitale. Well, Joe, the St. Louis Blues played a heck of a game anchored by Jordan Bennington tonight. We'll get to a couple key moments in this game here in just a moment, but all in all, a solid opening night performance. It was a very good performance opening this season, Curves, for, for many reasons. You know, you mentioned Jordan Bennington, and I know that, you know, 34 shots on goal, but to me, it was the way this team defended. The 34 shots that he faced... I, don't, I wouldn't say he was completely under arrest. I, I wouldn't say that these were the high-quality A and B chances we saw last year. There were a lot of shots from the corner, a lot of shots from sharp angles, a lot of shots from the point. Yes, still difficult saves. Yes, you have to look through bodies. Yes, you have to find the puck. But a lot of these opportunities for Dallas were nowhere near the chances that we saw last year on this Blues team. So to me, the credit goes to this team in the way they defended all summer long, all preseason, it's been talks of how the focus has been on this new scheme, the new structure, a new defensive coach, and they were going to come in, and I love the way they played. I love the poise. I love the veterans back there. I love the way they stuck to the game plan, and they stuck with it all the way to the end where they realized, and they know, you're going to have to win games in overtime. You're going to have to win games in shootout. 
But the fact that this thing went to a shootout, locked at one against this high-power offense of Dallas, to me, it gives this team belief. This, this, that was a good team. Dallas Stars are a great hockey team. They're a top ten across the board. Anyone will tell you they're going to be competing again with the Las Vegas Golden Knights on the Western Conference side of things. So for St. Louis to come in here and establish themselves the way they did this early on is a huge positive that I take away from this game here this evening. All right, let's look at a couple of key moments, and let's start with the goal that was disallowed in the first period. 12 seconds to go in the period. The Dallas Stars look like they've scored a goal. It's right at the end of a power play as Braden Shen has just come out of the penalty box. But maybe the play of the game goes to Daryl Seward and Elliott Mundu, the, the Blues video coaches, that 20 seconds earlier marked that as a potential offside to challenge in case a goal went in. 100%. And they had to have the confidence to know it. The good news is with all the 30-plus seconds that had passed, they had a chance to review it a couple times. So they must have been doggone sure. We saw the replay. It was pretty close. And again, if that fails and you allow Dallas to not only keep that goal but go on the power play, this could have been a completely different outlook in the game. Or maybe you are a little gun-shy this early in the season to make that call. That's another, and again, one nothing heading into the second. Who knows how this game pans out. Uh, but I, I certainly look at that as a huge point in the game. And from their curves, there's been a couple, a couple other huge moments some backdoor rush chances on both sides. And as this game progressed, I keep going back to the goaltending because the goaltenders, Ottinger and Bennington, to me, were the show here tonight. Yeah, the, the, the goaltenders really were pretty amazing. That's probably the second key and, and biggest plays of the game. Both goaltenders had to be good. Both goaltenders made outstanding saves when they had to make the big ones, and they did. And this was a season opener, but it was a classic goalie battle. It, it really was. And, you know... You, especially in that third period when the Blues, you can tell they were getting a little bit tired. You can tell that they were just trying to maybe get to overtime. They would have been satisfied with the point, and they did. But they sat back a little bit. But even when they sat back, again, I'm not discouraged by the chances that Dallas got. They were from the outside. We saw shots from the point. Bennington was just swatting them away. This was the style they played when Jordan Bennington got called up in 2019. This was the style they knew they had to play. Because you have a backup goaltender and you're one of the worst teams in the league and you had to get do something differently. So to me, I, I keep going back to Jordan Bennington's numbers have struggled over the last five years. And in fact, they've gone down a little bit every single year over the last five years. But this is perfect sign for me that it wasn't just on him. It was about how this team defended. And they really failed him at times over the last few seasons. But you can see the way they're already trying to correct these mistakes uh, with this new direction of this defensive scheme. And, and, again, it is a very frustrating game to play against. And I know that the Blues can continue at this pace and be consistent with it. They're going to start seeing some third periods where maybe it's a little bit more lopsided and St. Louis takes off and has more chances because of the discouraged opponent. Well, this is why you have to be sometimes careful with the official game stats and their accuracy. According to this, the Blues missed just one shot in the third period. I know they missed more than that, but missed shots – while it says only seven total in the game, some of those seven, if we're going to go with their number, were really some point-blank chances and some grade-A scoring chances. So that, that is something, too, that will get better over time. But missing the net uh, was a factor tonight. Well, it started out becoming a factor because you look at that first period. I mean, the Blues could have had a 2 3 nothing lead on some of the chances they had. Oscar Sundquist net front ends up sliding it back door. It actually goes underneath the body of Ottinger and across the whole net. It just yeah. missed an empty net. 
Brandon Saad had a breakaway in his first shift that ends up sailing wide. Kapanen, actually, sorry, Saad's hit the post. Kapanen shoots wide. There were a couple more opportunities in the first that the Blues really could have taken advantage. Now they didn't. And I remember saying during the game, you don't want this game, the storyline to be, they didn't take advantage early on. And then, of course, this is where it hurts them. And it did hurt them. You know, but even the shot, and I couldn't see the replay curves, but, you know, you could have actually walked away here with two points and no points for Dallas Stars. If you right. go back to that chance for Robert Thomas with under three seconds to go, a great pass there from Buchnevich and Letty to set him up back door. Again, there were two bodies in front of him, but he has an empty net. He one-times it. He gets wood on it. It just sails over the net. So there were moments that the Blues could have taken advantage. There were moments the Dallas Stars could have taken advantage. Oh, yeah. I mean, Robertson there in overtime, you know, that, that, that could have not even incented the shootout. And Bennington makes that backdoor save. But that's hockey, and, and that, that's why it makes the sport so exciting, especially this early on where you're starting to see that it's truly a game of inches. It's truly a game of chances, uh, and it could have gone either way here tonight. And unfortunately, the Blues don't grab two, but very fortunately, I will say, on the road, open it up against a good team, you take away a point. A couple of things uh, enjoyable to see tonight. The return of Oscar Sundquist. Yeah. And his consciousness to get to the front of the net, his ability to hit in the corners. Uh, a couple of the plays that happened because he was hounding the puck as if it was in the playoffs of 2019. Yeah. Uh, his return and a healthy Oscar Sundquist, knock on wood, let's hope he stays that way with the way he plays. But a healthy Oscar Sundquist, the physicality, the grit, the puck ability is really big. Well, that's my concern for Oscar. And, and I would never say this, and even though he knows this, but the style that he plays can he continue to be consistent that way for 82 games? It's very hard. I doubt it. It's very hard. It's very hard to play that hard, that aggressive, that ragdoll style of hockey. I mean, look at him in overtime, too. Yeah. Four on three, two block shots. He makes a superman How about dive. the faceoff? Maybe the worst faceoff yeah. guy, for statistically career-wise, on a team, but he gets the yes. penalty kill faceoff. Wins it. In they kill overtime, off 18 wins seconds. It. Yeah. They kill off 18 seconds, and you know what? That Maybe that was the difference, too. So... He, he's just a player that Craig Berube looks up and down the bench. The game needs something. If he needs a player to perform any of those at task, just give 70 a pat on the back. He gets out there, and he gets the job done. But, but my concern for Oscar, it always is, I feel like his mom, but is he going to be able to stay healthy playing this way for 82 straight games? But I'd say one thing, he puts it on the line. Everything he's gotten that night, he gives it. And to me, Curbs, you talk about bringing Kevin Hayes in for the culture. Oscar Sundquist is a, is a yeah. culture player because people see him. Players see the way he plays. Fans are going to see how he plays on Saturday. It's just infectious. It just brings energy into your blood. It makes you want to boil over whether you're a player or a fan alike. Certainly as a broadcaster, it's encouraging too. So the way he plays and the way he played here tonight, in fact, I already gave him my hard hat of the work boots for tonight's game because of not only the block shots, he also drew two penalties, don't forget, in those first and second period. The first two power plays with St. Louis were drawn by Oscar Sundquist. So plenty of involvement in tonight's game, and it's certainly great to see number 70 back with his long hair just flowing <laughs> in the wind. How about Tucker in his first uh, official opening night in the NHL? You, you know, I would have lost a bet. I did lose a bet. I thought it was going to be Kevin Hayes. We almost saw an Oscar Sundquist. I'm sure Alex would have been really happy about that one there in the first period. Yeah. But how about Tyler Tucker? You know, he was one of those players like Jake Neighbors, like Alexandrov, you know, let's call it Scott Perunovich. There were some bubble players that you knew were going to be here, but do they crack the opening healthy roster? You know, what the most amazing thing about Tyler Tucker making this lineup, this is a healthy team. There are no injuries right. like we saw with Rope Hans here on Dallas. This was as healthy as it gets, and he earned a spot to be a part of his opening night roster. 
I thought his preseason got better and better as he progressed. I think he built a lot of confidence from last year in the games, the short sample size of games he got last season. And he took that into the offseason, had a great preseason. He was noticeable. He was physical. He's moving the puck well. He's walking around with a lot of confidence and enough for Craig Berube to give him the nod over a Bortuzzo, over a Scott Perunovic in this opening game. And, of course, he goes out there and he scores that great goal there uh, in that first period to tie the game at one, which ended up becoming a great goal that forced this game ultimately into overtime. But he saw his reaction. He's going to be always be one of those players that when he scores or does something like that, the whole bench just gets energized because not typically a player that finds the back of the net Buddy does here in Dallas. All right, what'd you have for your Bud Light three stars? And you said Sunquist is your work boots. Sunquist is the work boots. Number three, Jamie Ben. He had the opening goal here. Number two, I'm gonna go with Jordan Bennington with the 34 say. I think 33 say. How many? 32. Uh, he had 34 saves. Okay, because they have 34 shots on the score block, but two goals. Yeah. Uh, so I have to go back. Anyway, uh, he made a lot of saves here. Big ones too. No, it is 34. Okay, and Jake Ottinger gets the win here in the 23 saves, if that's all accurate. For Jake Ottinger, so I'm going to give him the number one star. I thought he was terrific throughout the game. Both goalies played great. They deserve one, two. Unfortunately, i got to give it to Ottinger, number one, because he ultimately got the win. Thank you, Joe. Now, here are five takeaways from last night's game. First off, one thing to keep in mind in game one in the National Hockey League. Most teams have only played their full roster one time in the preseason. And if they did that, they very rarely end up playing against another full NHL team. So last night's game between the Blues and the Stars for both teams, while it was a bit scrambly and exciting, was also the first time they played against a full NHL roster. So you have to expect some errors, you have to expect some yips, and you have to expect some guys chasing the puck around a little bit. But here are five takeaways from last night's game. Number one, don't look at the hit charts from the National Hockey League stats in last night's game. It was a much more physical game than that's going to show you. Colton Pareko had two big hits in the game and wasn't charted with one. So there were a lot more hits, and that game was a lot more physical than the stat sheet might actually show you. Number two, one of the keys to the game that Craig Berube mentioned was a matchup of the Jason Robertson line. That matchup fell solely on the shoulders, for the most part, of the Robert Thomas line. They did a fantastic job against that. Robertson didn't have a sniff most of the game. Not really a huge factor in the game until the shootout. So one of the question marks is how would the Thomas line play against the other top teams? Not in terms of scoring. Yes, they did not score. They did have plenty of good chances, but they did a terrific job keeping the Robertson line off the board. Number three takeaway. Another key to the game from Craig Berube was being hard at both blue lines, making sure at the offensive blue line you get the puck in deep. This is one area, albeit game one, that could use a little cleanup. There were a good amount of turnovers at that offensive blue line, and that puts stress on the defense, creates transition game and scoring chances, and a lot of grade A scoring chances a lot of times for the opposition. Number four, missed shots. Too many missed shots for the St. Louis Blues, including that glorious chance by Robert Thomas right at the end of the game. He could have broken the hearts of every single Stars fan with a goal with about one second left, but the shot went high. But more shots have to actually get on net. And number five, well, it's clear the two guys are back. Number one, Oscar Sundquist. He's healthy. He was ready to go. He was a wrecking ball with hits. He was in front of the net. He was digging out, retrieving pus, extending zone time. He basically was the Oscar Sundquist we know. And Jordan Bennington was flat out outstanding in that game. He was excellent. Bennington, one of the big reasons the St. Louis Blues were able to get out of Dallas with a point. So the Blues fall to the Dallas Stars by a score of 2-1 to one last night. 
Next up, Saturday night, the home opener, the pregame rally at Union Station from 3 to 5. We'll be joined by a Blues player. I'm being told it could be the captain, so get on down there. We'll be joined by Tom Stillman, Bernie Federico, maybe other guests, Joe Vitale on stage. Come on down for the pep rally from 3 to 5 at Union Station prior to the Blues home game on Saturday night. Then the puck drops against the Seattle Kraken, and that game starts at 7 o'clock. Get there early for the pregame ceremonies. Get in your seats to make the building loud. The Seattle Kraken are on a three-game road trip to start the season. They lost in Las Vegas 4-1. to then they lost in Nashville, being shut out three to nothing. So they're ending a six-day road trip as they're coming into St. Louis on Saturday night. Blues and Kraken, the home opener this Saturday night at seven o'clock at Enterprise Center. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction. We'll put up a reaction to every single St. Louis Blues game for you. Subscribe to it, download it, and get your Blues fix the morning after every single game. I'm Chris Kerber. Have a great day, and we'll see you at the rink.